Shout out to Pino and Black, this music lover. Tuan Burgundy, Silent Ace Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind It's hip-hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry And me, I'm representing for the underground Independence, Fifth Amendment Freedom of speech, the revolution is pending But it's cool, cause you see we on a mission Television off, this a viral petition Man, and I hope you pay attention The WM48, we keep it real Now, there was this article that Nicolette posted uh, a couple of days ago talking about the album is in deep trouble and the music business probably can't save it. And I don't know what the fuck they're talking about in this album, in this in this album, in this article. To, to, sorry, I got my A's mixed up. Because the album has been in trouble since like the 90s. Well, now what do we now what do we do? Well, we talk about when an artist puts out a collection of songs? Yes. I mean, it seems like that's still going on pretty well. I think niggas are still selling records. Yes. I mean, I mean, but now you selling records. Like niggas are putting out collections of songs. So, I mean, okay, okay. Let me let's like, let's, are we, let's, are we, is he arguing about the format? Well, let's get some information coming let's, on. Let's, like, I'm very. I just want to know. Let's get some oh, information. Album sales. Let's get some information. Cause I just want to know. If you talking about album sales? Then yes, album sales trying, have been going I'm down. To, I'm trying to give you this information. You won't let me. I'm trying to give you. This, you won't let me. Man. All right. Okay. I feel like this is all wrong. But go ahead. Make no mistake. The album is fighting for its life. Ooh. Sales of music's most beloved format are in free fall in the United States this year, just the U.S. According to figures published from the RIAA Recording Industry Association of America, the value of total stateside album sales in the first half of 2018 across download CD and vinyl plummeted by 25.8% when compared with the first half of 2017. If that percentage decline holds for the full year, and there's every indication it will, annual U.S. album sales in 2018 will end up at half the size of what they were at recently, as recently as 2015. To put it more plainly, because there's a lot of numbers, y'all, U.S. Consume, consumers will spend around half a billion dollars less on albums this year than they did in 2017. Now, granted, given that fucking um, Disney brought Fox for a smooth $72 billion, half a billion dollars doesn't really seem like that much in white hands. But it is for albums. So let's continue with albums. The CD album. The CD album. <laughs> the CD album. The CD album is predictably bearing the brunt of this damage. Because once Best Buy took them shelves out of their stores, niggas stopped seeing albums on CDs, and CDs stopped seeing niggas coming for albums on CDs. After a comfortable 6.5% drop in sales in 2017, in the first half of 2018, revenues generated by the CD album in the USA were slashed nearly in half, down 41.5% to $246 million. It's not hard to see why. 2018 will go down as a landmark year for the acceleration of the decline in physical album sales. The likes of Drake, Eminem, Cardi B, Travis Scott, Meat Ghost, Kanye, and Spider Ye have all released highly anticipated new LPs exclusively on digital services in their first week. All brought physical formats into play only after their record's initial sales rush was over. Hip-hop's biggest names, it seems, are actively turning their back on the CD 
and on brick and mortar retailers. Instead of focusing on the likes of Spotify and Apple Music, where their genre is currently the king of kings, none of this, of course, is a big shock. Back in 2014, you may remember Spotify co-founder Daniel Ek in an awkward public sparring match with Taylor Swift. Following the superstar's decision to pull her back catalog from her service, facing down accusations that Spotify was cannibalizing the album, E.K. wrote, In the old days, multiple artists sold multiple millions of albums every year. That just doesn't happen anymore. People's listening habits have changed, and they're not going to change back. He wasn't wrong. As we all know, the music business held hands with E.K. and divided profit first into a stream-led industry. Now, however, a murmur is quietly breaking out in the rush to follow the money did the music business sacrifice something more valuable than it could have realized. Okay. I'm not reading anymore because, first of all, this title is misleading as fuck. This nigga is bitching about CDs. Of all of the music formats that you could bitch about, the mediums for getting your music, he is bitching about the death of the fucking CD. This, this seems like a lot of words for somebody to just yell, get off my lawn, you younger, young people. Like, just get them in there. Like, like, like even the, the quote they said, like, people's listening to, I don't think people's listening taste has changed. It's just the way that people are getting music has changed. People are still listening. No, to he was music. A, not listening to taste, listening to habits is what he is what he was saying. No, he, the, but, but people are still listening to stuff. People are still listening to albums. Yeah, they people are. People aren't buying them. You know what I mean? Like the the way they're getting the music is this is the only thing that changed. So like if he said album sales are in deep trouble, yeah, but that would have been a real redundant title because it's like nigga, we knew that back in like two thousand. But he did but, say he said the album is in deep album, trouble, like, which is misleading. Like, uh, like, a collection of uh, 10 songs put together by an artist that is curated to work together is now gone. I'm like, no, nah, that's still around. People are still doing that shit. Like Nicolay posted this and he wrote a tough reality and something that we are unfortunately starting to notice with our album releases too. It remains to be seen what the future holds. What are you talking about? What, are Nicolay, you, you just figured this out in 2018, what, sir. But, but no, what is, what, like, what is Nicolay talking about? Is he talking about the fact that People don't want full albums from people because that's not true. Okay. Like Drake puts out an album and every song gets ridiculous spins on Spotify. So people still want albums. What is he referring to with this, a tough reality, something that we unfortunately are starting to notice with album releases? What is he noticing? That people might only listen to the singles? From your albums you know, instead of the whole album that, that's been going on. He knows that people ain't listening to his album. This, and, again, does he fall in? Does he even fall into the category of specifically what this art, article is talking about? Because this article is referencing huge pop culture artists who every their their every album sale needs to be talked about on Billboard. That it ta- and taking into consideration, but who is looking at Nicolay's music and going, man? You know that last Nicolay album that just came out? They're only listening to the singles. And I'm <laughs> I'm sitting over here going, nigga, what singles? Nicolay don't release singles. Like, not saying that he don't. Nick, everybody releases singles to promote the album. But Nicolay ain't releasing singles that's seen in the same light as Drake releasing a single. Like, Nicolay ain't trying to take over the summer when he releases a single. All right, he is legit releasing a song to let fans of Nicolay's music know that an album is coming, which is exactly what they want. So 
what is he seeing that I'm not understanding? Because I have yet to see a person get online on Twitter or Facebook or on YouTube and go, Hey, nigga, when you giving us a new single? We don't need a whole album, dog. Just give us a single. I've never heard that. I've never I just want one song. Niggas, but niggas put out one song all the time. J Electronica has consistently put out one song every two years since 2011. And niggas have, have, have marked him dead in the dirt as far as an album. Yeah. People still like, like I said, people still like a collection of songs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hell, like, I mean, motherfuckers now, like, between Drake and Amigos, them motherfuckers are making, like, here, man, we'll give you 40 songs. Bruh. <laughs> all at once. Chris Brown gave us 52 all of songs them. last year, patched it, and added 17 more songs. So, I don't, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Janai Aiko gave us 20 like 24 songs last year. Janae Aiko, the woman who can't yell above a soft whisper, gave us 22 whisper tracks <laughs> last year. She fell asleep that many times in the studio that we got two albums. And y'all talking about the album is in trouble. Well, if Janae Aiko can do 22 songs, I guess the album is in trouble, isn't it? I just I just want it, I just want proof that it's niggas in the background going Hey, give us a single, dog, and if and if you can't give us a single, then give us a remix at least, please. We'll need a whole album, no, no EPs, dog, no mixtapes. No, nah, we don't need that, man. Too much. It's too many. It's too many. Meanwhile, I mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, on the flip side of things, the sale of vinyls has been skyrocketing. Hmm, that's weird because vinyls are albums. So say it ain't so, sir. Say it ain't so. <laughs> What what is going on here? What are we talk? What are we really talking about here? Like I said, man, it was a weird article, and I was like, okay, I, I have no clue what they're trying to say. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What is his point? I guess it was a very confusing type of thing. Like I don't know what they're talking about. Because again, niggas still like music. I just, we I, all get mu- we all get music in a different way now, but niggas still like music. I, I don't. I, I first of all, this this whole concept of saving the album is just stupid. It's stupid. He's saying that they're they're calculated differently because people might listen to one some songs more than other songs on an album, which kills the songs they don't listen to as much. Nigga, that's been happening. What are you talking? Right. Nigga, that's that's look. That's why everybody loves CDs because them them niggas introduce fast forward <laughs> and verse. As a child, yeah. I specifically bought albums to listen to the singles and missed a whole lot of music because I only listened to the singles. Are are you what we were you waiting for people to buy albums to listen to not the singles? Yes. Oh well, it's like. <laughs> wow, that's like going into Cold Stone not for the ice cream. <laughs> I come to Cold Stone just to get some cookies. I just like standing in line with other people for things. <laughs> what the fuck are you here for? <laughs> Man, ice cream's getting old. <laughs> like, what the fuck? People aren't adding sprinkles the way they used to. 
Niggas will write an article about anything, and somebody will pay them for it. The album is dying. Is it? Is it really dying? Yes, Brandon. The article said so. How many albums got released this year? 3,000? Nope. Just three. Every weekend, Apple updates with 20 new albums I didn't even know was coming. Digger. But somehow this, the album is dying. Digger, from, from every time I, every Friday, I look over there and be like, new releases. Who is that? <laughs> Who are you? God, I'm just waiting for an artist to get up on a microphone and just, man, I was working on a whole album. But then I took a look at them Spotify spins and I thought to myself, why even try? So here's three songs. <laughs> it's not an album. Not an album. But it's three songs. See y'all in two three. years when I do three more. Yeah, I don't know. It in an era where he claims the album is dying, people who have paid attention to like the business part of the music industry will flat out tell you that record labels are not paying artists past like eleven tracks. So knowing this information, niggas are still doing more than eleven tracks on albums. Like they know they're not gonna get paid for the next eight songs. And yet they still putting them on these albums. But the album is dying. You know who killed the album? Fucking Target, Walmart, and Best Buy deciding to sell exclusive versions of every album missing songs and shit. If anybody killed the album, it was them niggas trying to make us pick where we were going to go to buy our CDs from in the first place, and we got tired of that shit, so we just started going on streaming services and making playlists with all the damn songs. Yo, wasn't that... What happens, like, like wasn't, like, um from... Uh, from the third school boy album wasn't gay Ye like a yes target exclusive or some shit like you, that you had to i had to make my own schoolboy album for that one because they took so many songs and spread them around different retailers as exclusives it just became stupid i remember the, i remember back in the day where you could go into sam goody or you could go into djs and buy the same biggie album there was no confusion if, like, I wouldn't be listening to my friend's version of a Biggie album and be like, hey, man, where you get that kick in the door song from? Right. Or, hey, nigga, I ain't know Biggie did 10 Crack Commandments. On mine, he only did nine. It's the nine Crack Commandments. What? Uh, that nigga, that <laughs> shit was a Spotify exclusive. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was a food line exclusive, dog. I found it near the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> How come every time something happens with like the music industry, it's our fault for buying music? Gosh, y'all keep buying music in such weird fucking ways. Like y'all don't package it in weirder ways. Exactly. It's bananas. It's like at this point, like I don't even want to go to buy an album from any retailer. I just want to go to people's shows and buy them. I'll just come to your concert and buy the vinyl. Yeah, now I will. I haven't bought a CD in a while. Man, it's been a long fucking uh, don't, yeah. don't do it. If you had plans to continue, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like the only time I would, I can see myself buying an actual CD now if it was, if, like I said, if it came straight from that artist. Hold on, hold on. Let's, Let's clarify but more likely this. now, I'd rather buy a vinyl from your let's, show or something. Let's clarify this right now. Let's do this right now. 
y'all's cars don't even really come with CD players anymore. So why the hell in 2018 is anybody buying a CD? Stop buying CDs. Stop buying them. If you want to buy an artist's album, buy it off a streaming service. If you really want to give your money direct directly to the artist, go to the artist's website, buy a vinyl. If the artist does not have a vinyl printing for their project, they don't care about their music. I feel like if an artist doesn't have a vinyl printing for that thing, you're not gonna find a CD either. No, no, you have you have artists who will put their shit on CD but won't make vinyl prints. But I'm telling you, if an artist does not have a vinyl printing in a market where vinyls are selling better than CDs of their music. They don't really care if you buy their music or not. Physical format. Uh, up to a certain point, vinyls are more expensive to produce. I understand that. I'm still telling y'all, if they don't have no vinyls, then buy that shit off a of streaming service. Just buy it from Apple Music. Buy it from, um, what's the one where artists go and post their own... Uh, God, what's uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Go to Bandcamp. Like, No Names album is all on Bandcamp. Go to her Bandcamp page and buy it from there. Okay? Because when you start going through all these other properties for these CDs anyway, they're not even seeing a cut like that. What was niggas getting back in the day? Like, back in the day, you'd be lucky if you got a dollar for every CD sold. And CDs was like $19. I remember when, uh, uh, uh it was a Dipset, Cameron, or Jules, one of them was saying that they had like a $7 per album deal. And that was like unfucking Jesus heard of. Christ. That's insane. It was unheard of. But I mean, also it was Jules Santana. It, and it was That's like his fourth insane. album. But it was unfucking heard of for you to get anything over $1.50 for your own music per album sold. That's why Ludacris just went ahead and sold 50000 of them out as Trump. That's right. all profit. Master P was selling his own shit in the hood because that was all profit for him. Cut the middleman out that's taking money for packaging and distribution when you can sell that shit straight up the block. Or put it on racks in the bodega. But now this is a different age. This is a streaming service. We don't need to run out to the stores to buy CDs and CDs is lesser quality anyway. So just buy the fucking download. The market has changed, man. Technology changed things. God, the whole process of buying a CD, you buy the CD, and then you got to find a way to rip it to get it onto your shit. Then you put it onto your phone. You're ripping a lesser quality than you could have just purchased if you the went and got the 320 kilobit joint. Or kilobyte joint, like I mean, that's why people started doing the streaming junk. They're like, man, I got to do all this work to rip the CD to put it to have it on my phone anyway. And the streaming service came like, hey, here's an easy way to put it on your phone. And Bandcamp <laughs> and like, will give you. All right, go. Bandcamp be having artists who really, really care about their music. They'll have the, like the fucking flak files for sale. You can take yeah, it a whole another level. Lots of this shit. Yeah, you're gonna be real fancy with it. Shit, you can do 340 megabit song files. Oh, I remember everything. spending, oh my God, I think I spent a whole afternoon converting like all the physical CDs I had into flag files. I, I remember you telling me about that. That? That, was, that, was, oh, that was a lot of work. It was I, a lot. I was about to say. Yeah. But how does that work? 
converting so CDs is already compressed, and you're converting them to flag files. No, MP3s are compressed. Some older CDs aren't weren't aren't as compressed. I was about to say CD CDs quality. are definitely compressed. It's technically, no, it's technically yeah. uncompressed audio. It's not lossless. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, CDs are. MP3s as far are. As digital audio is com- is concerned. It is lossless. Uh, MP MP3. That was the whole thing are, about CDs. MP3s are highly compressed. They're highly compressed. Yeah. So if you do it from the original CD file, you can pull it. You can pull it a flag file. I need to rip this Timbaland album then into a flag file. Oh yeah, I, I definitely do would, it, man. Especially, especially when they they that shit's not around no more. Like, oh, no, I exactly. got a, I got a copy from one of our fans out in San Diego. So they have one. I need to rip it anyway. Oh, I want to find a vinyl though. Like it's so hard to find vinyls for albums around that time period. Because that's when people were yeah, like, yeah, we're have a DJ them. plug on that type of shit normally. Not even that. Vinyls aren't of great quality around that period. They were just poorly made. They were doing poorly, poor vinyl makings during a certain period. It's like you don't even want to buy vinyls from some certain artists in like the mid-90s and shit. Because it wasn't popular. CD came in and took over. Like, we'll just make a cheap vinyl for people who want to have a 12-inch surface of this album cover. weird the album ain't going nowhere though Word. album ain't going no fucking where i don't know why he told y'all that niggas will still sit in the studio and croon for 60 minutes to y'all's liking so y'all ain't gotta worry about that the single life yeah mm. i i just i'm i just i i am blown that somebody can listen to a maj- like even half of the music that's been released this year from half of the artists that are releasing music this year and have any inkling that the album is dying. Lil Pump and Lil Yachty and them is doing whole albums, bro. When they don't have to. Them niggas, right. they could release albums with six songs on them and their fans would be fine. And they still managing to do 15 track albums. Fucking Riff Raff dropped an album last week. Riff Raff dropped like three albums this year, I feel like. God dang. Gucci Mane's still doing whole albums three times a year every time he doing. I hope we get another Christmas album. East Atlanta Santa 2? Hell yeah. Yes. Niggas is making albums for fun. The fucking Metro Boomin' Jank and all of them that they released two weeks ago, they're, they're just making albums for fun right now. So where are we getting this notion... Niggas is releasing albums that they didn't even release like radio singles for. Popular dudes. Popular niggas. Currency and Gibbs got together and just did an album. And Alchemist. On the strength, because fuck it. It was Alchemist, right? Music. It's, it's Currency, Gibbs, and Alchemist, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, they just did an album to do it. I'm not, I'm not sure where any of this information is being pulled from. All lies. All, all fucking lies. Let's see. What else? Oh, I'm just... Mm, mm, mm. So, uh... Monique was really that hill niggas wanted to die on this summer. That's what... Niggas really was, was trying to support her. They really wanted Netflix to run her them coins. And she out here sticking up for Roseanne. Left and right, my nigga. She's not backing down off of this. 
also said that she increased the view. Her talk show, which ended in 2011, seven years ago, she said her talk show in doubled the viewership on BET. Shit. I mean, I believe her. It went from six niggas to twelve. Nobody's watching fucking BET, dog. Nobody's watching BET back in 2011. Nobody's watching that shit. Wendy, mm. in the era of Wendy Williams having a talk show, if Monique got to fire like that, she would have no problem running the talk show. As much as y'all be claiming, y'all want to support her. And yet... She's still out here running her mouth, spilling fairy tales. Her and her husband, dog. Every time she starts talking, it's everybody else's fault that she ain't made it. And also, Roseanne isn't racist because she ain't never called her a nigger to her face. That's the only criteria that matters. And I'm just over here sipping tea with the honey because I told y'all niggas she won't write. That was that was not that was not a battle I was letting go of right there. I was like, listen, Monique been like this for years. And y'all just thought that shit was funny. And I laughed, but I also looked at her and was like, yo, she kind of crazy. Fifteen years later, she all the way crazy. And they used to be like, don't everybody want to call black women crazy? Look, no, I only call it crazy once it's crazy, crazy. It ain't got nothing to do with color. She crazy. Roseanne <laughs> crazy and Monique crazy. And that's why they crazy ass friends about each other. Talking about Rose. And she keep this. That shit came from her saying that Roseanne was one of the only big names that came on her talk show. So she's still hanging on the tee to that. We're com- I'm going to say this. We're comedians and I know her. And what she thought was funny as a comedian, that's what it was. When we talked privately, and we talked privately a lot, what is the point of talking privately with Monique if she's going to get out here and tell your business seven years later? She'll break I mean, ain't no point now. I guess people are realizing that. She'll, she'll break her jokes down. And I don't know where they're coming from. She's, and we all know... Mm. Y'all ever watched a good com- a good comedian been like, man, I don't know where he's coming from with this joke. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't know where they're coming from. She's like, listen, you know how I grew up? So how could I start making fun of anybody? I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Has she ever said kill black people? <sighs> <laughs> Bruh. This is this is the nigga y'all wanted Netflix to run coins for what? For what? Because Amy Schumer got some money? Bruh. Instead, they was giving Ellen like $50 million and Ali Wong a couple millions. People who deserved to get that money to get some stand-up specials. Ali Wong still one of the funniest women out here doing comedy that y'all probably ain't heard yet. Or if you have, you already know what I'm talking about. 
I, look, when this whole thing was going down, I was trying to figure out, like, half of y'all that's came up for her couldn't tell me one of her jokes. Like, she won't pull in people like that. So I don't even know why, like, why is that so, like, why Why do you want to jump on her bandwagon? I, I, my thing is, she actively out here sounding crazy and salty and jaded and no, angry. Dude, she's been doing that. Since the whole Lee Daniels Oprah jump, she's still on that. She's still, you know she was I mean? talking like, about, she was talking about Lee Daniels in this interview. I think she mentions that. I'm saying, like, so it's not this is not like a you know, a one time thing. Everybody's like, oh, you know, like she was a little bit upset. Like, no, like this, this continues to happen over and over. And over. At some point, it just has to be you, you know what I mean? Like, this is just the person you are. Also, I think it's a misconception. To act like whether you are, let me let me make sure I say this right. Yes, men get treated differently, majority wise, in all industries than women. White men especially get treated better, exponentially better than black women in these industries, and get paid more for doing less in most industries than black women. Now that we've got that out of the way. There are a lot of actors in Hollywood. There are a lot of actresses in Hollywood, especially, who have had to do shit they necessarily did not want to do or do extra shit or not burn bridges to get where they are now. Viola Davis is an amazing fucking actor. I need y'all to go back and look at the roles that she took to get where she is today. Do you think at any point Viola went, I'm not doing that. Like, not 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 to, to the roles that, that she has. Do you think she was just like, I ain't doing that. Fuck you. I deserve $2 million. Like, unless they were telling her that Sambo walk across the stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's not the only one. White actresses have to do that, too. A lot of people, a lot of actors have to do that. They have to put it with bullshit. Acting is stressful as fuck for a lot of people, especially the ones that don't make it. We're, we're talking about people that actually make it to your television screen. We're not talking about all of the fucking extras that's in every show that you watch that you ain't paying no fucking attention to. That's struggling actors. Trying to get seen. Trying to get on. Okay. You look at Monique in the position that she has been in for a long time. This whole, I'm struggling to make it in the industry shit, and yet she's still getting interviewed by a bunch of people. She still got hefty followers on instagram and facebook y'all still going to see her shows if a movie drops she still gets offers she still gets paid for it not a whole lot not a hell of a lot but it's a lot of actors that's not getting paid a hell of a lot for particular roles a lot of black women's catching a whole bunch of fucking heat too and they deserve better absolutely they deserve fucking better than what they getting paid but at the same time monique is in a position where she could push that forefront in a better way and she has chosen not to do that. She has chosen to constantly berate, burn bridges, and quote-unquote keep it real with y'all. So she is where she at. Ain't like it ain't black women in the industry that can help her either. Sally Richardson is directing. Ava DuVernay is directing. Oprah Winfrey owns a network. Hell, wasn't Oprah one of the first bridges she burned? Bruh. 
She burned. <laughs> she burned bridges with uh, Deborah Lee or whatever from BET after her talk show. It's not like Monique hasn't been given opportunities, and yet motherfuckers act like she's Like at some point, like some point, you got to be like that. This is her. You know what I mean? Like, will you? Will she bring a good points? Yes, but at some point, you got like this is her. Like this keeps happening. Like she goes through multiple situations, and and this keeps happening over and over and over and over. Like at some point, I got to look and be like, you know what? You might be bringing something to the table. I don't, I'm, I'm just, I, I look at it, I also look at it from the standpoint, like, if she's treating people like this, and she can't get on, can you imagine if she was on like that, how she'd be treating people? Oh my god. If the success matched the ego, my nigga? And I'm not saying, I'm, I think Steve Harvey don't deserve none of the shit he getting, but he getting it. I hate seeing this nigga with shit because there are so many other black male actors that deserve it better than him. Dudes that are funnier than him. Niggas with class that he ain't got. He he is a country cooning ass nigga, but y'all support that shit. People think he funny. People like him. And he clearly ain't burning bridges with a whole bunch of fucking people because he keep getting opportunities to do shit. He ain't got nothing on nobody where they giving this nigga chances. He just, I don't know. He be he be parlaying it right. It's a whole lot of actors out here where I be like, I don't know why people keep giving them shit. But they doing something right, nigga. And it's a lot of fans out here that like Monique. So it's not like network. You can't tell me networks weren't looking at Monique's name and going, we can make some money off of her. But then she walked through the door running her mouth and it was like, mm, not worth it. Which is a shame. Wendy Williams got a Wendy fucking Williams has a successful fucking talk show. That still surprises me to this Over day. Monique. I'm not a Monique fan, but I would absolutely watch a Monique talk show before I'll sit down and watch. 15 minutes of Wendy Williams running her damn mouth about absolutely nothing. And Wendy Williams has had a talk show for a good long while now. Oh, she's had that jump for years, man. Like they like her. It's 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 kind of surprising. Like I wasn't expecting it to be like that. She is an awful representation of niggas. But they like her. So I, I man, I either either I need two things to happen. I either need Monique to get her shit together, and somebody take a chance with her, and she actually be grateful that they doing it, and she act like it. Or, man, just shut up and stick to social media. Stop doing these interviews talking about what happened seven years ago, and what happened ten years ago, and what happened five years ago. Like, man, what's going on today? What are you doing now that people can support you on? Because can't nobody go back and change the shit that happened. Stop doing these fucking interviews. Oh, my God. Stop letting people ask you questions. Nope. You got to answer all the questions, sir. No, no. You and your husband, stop doing interviews, man. 
Y'all don't know what to say. It's just a, it's just a bad look. A bunch of people listening right now, they're going to be like, man, Brandon tripping. <laughs> oh, hmm. You know what I'm also not? Salty. I'm good. I do what I need to do to keep my job. My job don't pay as much as her jobs pay, but I'm good. I'm happy. I'm still mad about that Jamla album, but I'm happy. You said I'm still mad about the Jamla album. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas could have put this album out four years ago. Oh, man. And I mean, I they really could have, though. That's the worst part. You know what? They, they didn't do it because they ain't had JID at the time. Yeah, okay. They picked by far one of the worst pitches of Roseanne Barr you could probably find, too. I mean, I think yeah. that's on purpose. Was, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. It's still kind of messed up. But it's funny messed up. Like, I wouldn't stop them from doing it again if they wanted to. And I'm sure it was some other stuff we were supposed to talk about, but I don't got no fucking clue what it was going to uh, be. Bobby is on a new song. Ain't he in jail? Yep. It sounds like it, too. Did they make the beat using the dials on the phone? No, no, no. It's, a, he's, it's not his song. He's featured on it. From jail? Yeah, it's a uh, Rainbow Bright song. It's like them Hell Rail freestyles. It's Takashi, and he like the Bobby Schmurter's like garbled ass vocals come through. I guess on a prison phone or some shit midway through the song. It was interesting. What the fuck is this Nicki Minaj shit on my screen right now? God, don't start me lying, bro. Bro, she's a trip too. Oh, that's right. We still talking about this Remy shit. So Remy Ma's stupid. There oh yeah, straight up. She's dumb. She, she this this child. Y'all, she shot a woman in the stomach, y'all. Stop acting like Remy Ma got sense. She shot a woman in the stomach. Yeah, that's a very important piece of perspective. Niggas right keep leaving this out when they talk about her. They be like, yo, man, I'm a Remy Ma fan. She shot a woman in the stomach. She did eight years in prison for shooting a woman or jail. With, I don't know where she was. She, I know she was away. And now Incarceration. She shot a woman in the stomach. Y'all. Stop acting like she be making sense most of the time. If your friend shoots a woman in the stomach for no reason or because she got angry because they had an argument... You need to reevaluate you, your friend, and what the hell you doing. If Sean, if 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 Sean, if Twan shoots somebody in the stomach tomorrow, they better have been robbing his house. If I find out that this nigga shot a nigga in the stomach at the Chick-fil-A, I don't know him he no more. He ain't giving me my Polynesian sauce, man. He can't come over here no more. All right, man. Like, that's all I was saying. I gotta treat him like that cousin. Nah, man. Yo, Twan, my nigga, but that nigga can't come in my house, dog. He be shooting people in the stomach. <laughs> All you do, give me my, just give me my uh, Polynesian, man. That's it. They gave me sriracha instead. Pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
Let me see. And Remy Ma said, Drake will have to do more if he wants to be considered a legend. Drake, amazing music, but I feel like as far as legendary, he's going to have to work a little bit harder to get it. Even though I think he's a dope rapper, all his albums have been great, and he makes great... Y'all, a lot of these albums was released while she was in prison, so she just heard them. People are going to give him a little bit of a harder time. God damn, did she say it this way? People are going to give him a little bit of a harder time. Mm, that's a that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of qualifiers, a lot of adjectives. All right. In Joe's opinion, Drake will definitely be considered a legend due to the record-breaking success he's had. Right. Also, the fact that his songs catchy as shit, and he has controlled the summer for like eight summers. Yeah. Like, you niggas can barely control the AC in your home. This nigga's been controlling whole summers. Like him or not, man. Drake, he's got it. I just... where What what more would Drake have to do to be a legend? To be considered a legend? Be from New York, now? son. You that, know I'm right. That, that, might, that might be legit, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know for a fact I'm right. That, that might be legit. I can't even... I can't even argue with that one. Yeah, that's it. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even argue with that. If Drake was from Brooklyn, Remy Ma would be like, "Yo, this nigga is the greatest rapper of all time." I guarantee you that. You said what now? If he was from whatever borough she is from, Bronx, I assume, because she was down with Terror Squad back in the day, then she would say that this motherfucker is the greatest rapper of all time. I say this in our text text messages about this. Drake officially has made better music for a longer time than Emma fucking them. Yeah, that's really rough to think about, man. I don't like thinking about it like that. You got to look. I mean, I remember all of us being just like we were all surprised and marveling at the fact that this nigga was on Billboard's Top 100 for eight years straight without missing a day. I think it was like Best I Ever Had came out, he hit the charts, and he never left. Ever. That's fucking eight unreal. Years. It's unreal, dog. I mean, like, they, like eight, not, not, not like this person charted or had a number one. No, he never left. The, he always had a song on the charts. Yeah. For eight years, that that level of consistency is crazy, bro. In hip hop, in hip hop, where the lifespan of a rapper is a smooth two to five years, it is a like, misdemeanor. No, like, nobody's ever done that. I I, I kind of wish that the article I read back in the day had said like who was who the person he like, you know, surpassed. Because I swear the person he surpassed probably was on there for like a year, maybe two or something. Eight. Mm. Eight years, like you, you can you can hate him, you can love him, but this nigga is one of the rappers of this generation. You know what I mean? Like he's been at the top for a consistent for you know, like I said, let's say about ten years. Drake got equal competition in 2012. Equal competition at that point. Kendrick comes in. Doing good, kid. Cole comes. Cole finally finds his rhythm sitting on top of a house. So he has people 
that are now, you know, can make music up to his level. And I don't mean like quality. I'm talking about how many people are digesting that music. Okay. And nobody knocked him out of that position. He stayed there. They was making songs that was on the billboards and the charts right along with him. But Drake never got shifted out. He didn't have a summer. He didn't have 15 minutes. He didn't have a run. Nigga, he been jogging for eight years. And you have the audacity to say that he has to do more to be considered legendary. But I guarantee you, and, and this is a testament to what Mike said earlier, she would absolutely say Fat Joe is a legend. Bro, absolutely. And that's just absurd. Bruh. Or everybody's a legend. I mean, if Fat Joe is a legend, then Drake obviously is a legend, and so many other people are legends. So many. But if Drake ain't a legend, then there's a whole ain't ain't but like four legends. <laughs> Max. I'm being generous with that. God. If Drake ain't a legend, it stops at like Biggie and Jay Z. Also, I forgot the point I we were talking about uh, Monique. One of her claims to fame during her when she was on her show. Let me see if I can find a quote. She said that she put a lot of people on her couch and she started naming people. And the people she named Drake, Nicki Minaj, Janelle Monet. So I went back and I did some research. Yes, she had cash money performing on her show doing bedrock. But they was already hidden. Plus, they was with Lil Wayne. Right. Like, she put it up there like she gave them opportunities that nobody else was giving them. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't true. Yeah, I'm 100% sure that isn't true. Yeah. Because I knew about Drake and I didn't know about Monique's show. I have never seen their performance on her show. Neither have I. Ever. Never seen, never seen it, ma'am. She said she opened, she was like, I opened doors. I mean, I opened doors too. But, uh, hmm, you must open them different. Fuck, I need, I need y'all to chill. I need folks to chill discussing hip hop. I need folks to, to chill discussing black culture, like, can we sit down and do some digging and read and actually think about what the fuck we saying before we say it out here? They put a bunch of niggas on podcasts that don't need to be on podcasts, yo. I swear to God. But y'all niggas listening to them. If I was Remy Ma, I wouldn't change shit I'm doing. Ain't no reason to. Don't matter what reckless shit I say, y'all listening to me say it. We might as well just start saying reckless what well, we've been saying reckless shit. We might as well just start saying reckless shit every week on this podcast religiously. Don't matter if we got degrees, don't matter if we got common sense and we're uh good citizens that give back to society and do shit for people and have caring personalities and don't, don't matter. We should just say whatever the fuck we want to at this point. Maybe then we'll like blow up for being just reckless niggas. 
I mean, if that's what it takes, I am willing to be reckless for the betterment of our little podcast family. I'm just start saying random shit. Like, you can't be. I'll slap somebody famous on camera if we can find them and bring them to where I'm at. I mean, I'm not gonna leave home to do it, but if they come over to my house, I'll do that. I'm just, I just, I'm just gonna start saying random fuck nigga shit. Like, if you've ever sucked the hell out of a dick, then you can't possibly be a good rapper. I don't know what those two have to do with each other, but these just facts. I'm going to say something that's equally controversial. If you still got snare drums in your raps in 2018, you're not hot. That goes for everybody. It's no hot rappers left. You got to get no snare drums in your raps. Hi-hats and kick drums only. We off snare drums in 2018, dog. I mean, if you bite straight into a Kit Kat, do you really got bars? <laughs> this the criteria, dog. That's all I'm asking. If your first show ain't sold out in Helsinki, Finland, you're not a rapper. If you don't got three gold chains... And two hit singles, how I know you for real from the streets. Can't be a legit rapper. Gold equals dope rappers. Yeah. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Yo, real talk, like all jokes aside. If you have blood type O negative, you trash. Yo, if you got emotions. Do you really deserve promotions? Damn. Yeah, that's deep, bro. Yeah. I feel like you just can't have all the oceans. You know what I'm saying? Pick one, nigga. Be Pacific about it. That's right. All right. Twan fell asleep on us, so we're going to go ahead and shut the <laughs> podcast down. I was letting y'all talk, man. <laughs> Dude. I was enjoying listening. This is stupid. Uh, quick before we get out of here. Um, so quick. I guess three, three, one, one. I'm gonna ask three questions to both of y'all. Oh boy. One answer, oh. please, for each question. Keep it short. One answer. You know how long winded I am, Brandon. This is ridiculous. Uh, suck the wind out yourselves, sir. One, Damn. one short answer. Rude as fuck. It right. was. So first off, uh, what album have y'all been listening to this week, like the most? Either one of y'all can go. Don't matter which one. Uh, the Metro Boomin' Jump. All right, Mike. Zarface and MF Doom. Okay, it's very. I want to. I want to get into that, man. I think I listened to that while when it came out. I don't think I listened to it again. Twine's breaking the rules. I was. My bad. <laughs> Twine's breaking the rules. You never said we can't comment. You just said answer with one answer. This is true. You found a loophole. Yeah. Got you there, buddy. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to Smino's Noir. Nice. So, I still need to listen to it. Yeah, I can't stop. So, uh, for those who listen to our No Name interview, he was on the song Aces. He put out an album this week. Yep. Okay, so question number two. Um, What movie are y'all looking forward to seeing within like the next week or two? Widows, definitely. Okay. Yep, same one. That's the one I'm going to see this weekend. 
All right. I've seen it. It's dope. Um, all right. Uh, meet Green Book. I'm probably going to go see Green Book Friday. Is it coming out this? Like, you get your shit early. Is it coming out for nah, regular degulars like me anytime so soon? Green Book's release has been crazy. They've moved our screeners like four times at this point. It actually is releasing in theaters up here. I don't know if it's on a limited release, but it is releasing like full Friday uh, movie time schedules. So I'm just going to go see it this weekend. And my, my, cause my screener is until next week, but it was the, my screener was the same time as like Creed and Wreck-It Ralph. So it was three yeah. screeners the same day around the same time period. And I had to choose one, but if I can go see Green Book Friday, then I can go see Creed two next week. So, so that's, that's probably and, uh, huh? I said, that's probably what I'm going to do. My wife and I were watching Bohemian Rhapsody this past weekend, which was super fun. And then a preview for Green Book came on, and she hadn't seen it before, and she's like, yo, we got to see that. And I was like, I was about to tell you, I'm going to take you to go see this movie. So, yeah, we're both super excited about that one as well. Yep. Yeah, I don't think Green... I think Green Book comes out next week. For I mean, that's gotcha. what I'm, I don't... For y'all, it might be next week. I know for me up here, theaters have it. They'll have it. Oh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at theaters right now, and I don't see it up here. So, um, last question. Um, what game are y'all playing right now? Red Dead Redemption time. Of course. You're going to be disappointed by my answer, but FIFA 18 on my Nintendo Switch. Why is that disappointing? Playing the fuck out of it, because it's not new. That shit came out literally last year. Nigga. I've been playing... Can't get enough. It's so much fun. I've been playing Lord of the Fallen. Nice. Okay. Isn't there that old junk that came out for... 2014. Yeah. It was on sale on the PSN network for six bucks. So I brought it and I've been playing the shit out of it. Like I've never played. I think it I got it for free on Xbox. It was one of the games for Gold John one year. It one was. Day. It it was. It actually was. But I found it for I saw it for six bucks on PlayStation and I never played it on PlayStation. So I'm playing nice. the shit out of it. I am I am enjoying Red Dead. I have put hours into this game. I've heard it's detailed as fuck. And I ain't done nothing but ride my horse and try to go hunt shit. Oh, yeah, that's tight. I love games like that. Like, that's why I, I have Zelda. Bro, I have with rid- Zelda, I just tamed horses and hunted shit for like the first 10, 15 hours yeah. I played the game. I have ridden horses and to point, I was like, mm, I'm just going to go one direction and see how far I could go. <laughs> wow. This nigga on some flat earth shit. No, like literally, you go one direction and then like you got to get turned out. You got to camp out. You got to make sure you eat. You do start losing weight. My horse was malnutrition. I had to feed my horse to make sure my horse was straight. Damn. Because look, nigga, if your horse died somewhere and you ain't got the little horse reviver, like the little medicine, then you just stuck and you just got to walk to civilization. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like, like, for real. Like, legit, you got to walk to civilization or just, you know what? I'm just going to load up and hope I didn't miss a lot. But load another save. Because <laughs> I, I, I went out of range of my horse. I couldn't whistle for that shit. My dude was running forever. Wow. Yeah, man. There's about... I'm still finding new animals. I think I found about a good 90 or so animals. There's still some more out there. There's whole regions of the plant, of the thing I haven't been to. Yeah, you're, you're like really into this. For me, I was like... When I played Lords the first time, I played it like a novice. So I was scared. And I was just running through... Trying not to die. And now I was like, you know what? I'm going to be beefy and brolic. And I'm going to take every, I'm going to walk up in everybody's house. 
and take a bite out of their sandwich and eat their last chicken wing. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. Oh, I'd be shit. literally being like, you know what? I'm about to go to camp. I got to bring some food back. Let me go catch a deer real quick. So, all right. Well, what I've been doing <laughs> is <laughs> taking a team. You've been, that, you've been sending through balls. <laughs> well, I have, but like, so I, the worst team in Premier League history, uh, for some reason in my FIFA game, and I don't know if this has happened in real life, like they just got a billionaire owner. But their budget is 127 million pounds a season. And I don't know why. So I started a manager mode with Derby County. And I just got promoted to the Premier League. And my team is still full of like mid mid-level like players or whatever. But I'm hoping to turn into like Manchester City and just start buying everybody and just dominate. So I'm the plan is to get a team so good, I'm just gonna sim every game and uh win the Champions League the Premier League, the FA Cup, and the League Cup in the same season. That's my goal, is to do the quadruple on a sim. Yeah, you really got to get your game straight because then cause then it's just chance, too. Like, yeah, absolutely it is. But the stronger your team is, obviously, the better chance. you. The better your goalkeeper is and the better your striker. Pretty much everything else will kind of play out whatever. But if you get a striker, the game decides it's a hot commodity that motherfucker will score 30 goals a season on sim just on the strength if they don't get injured All but right. yeah it's fun and uh there you have it guys that is uh almost four minutes less than a two-hour podcast but i feel like that's good enough we'll go ahead and we'll rock with that y'all heard this conversation shout out to deidre i hope she is feeling better she was not having a achless night so she took the time off and for the rest of us, Reasonable. we still ratchet. So we still we still ratchet. We still have microphones. We still did this shit. Y'all have. Like so let me make a few announcements real quick. Um, I'm gonna wait and play the voicemail. We got a voicemail. I'm gonna wait and play that. Uh, when Deidre comes back, <clears throat> so she can hear it. So sorry about that. And first of all, eargasms again. We're back, and we did no name. That is out. You can listen to it. The next one we'll be dropping this week is Jamerson's Velvet, which is great. So go check that out. The next ones we're supposed to be doing next week, we'll do those. Um, and then we will not have an episode, of course, over Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so next week's three episodes, three reviews will be the last. I think it was uh, Vince Staples FM. Jesse Rez is, I can't remember what the name, something about being, being human. in public. Yeah, I was about to say something about being human. And what was the other one? Metro Boomin wants some right. more, nigga. Wait, was it Metro or was it Fetty, uh, the currency and Gibbs? It was. Giant? It was Metro, I believe. I believe it was Metro. It was two short albums and then Metro's one. Yeah, you're right. I believe, yep. I believe it was Metro. Yeah, you're right. But we'll we'll get to the uh we'll we'll get to the Gucci we'll, we'll get to the currency and Gibbs. Don't worry. Like I said, we're consistently going to be doing these, so we're gonna be fine. We might just do um. We might. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say we might do. Let's just don't, yeah, right don't now. commit us Let's to anything, it. but yeah, not, we'll get to it. Not gonna it will that. get got. Uh, I suggest that y'all go listen to, go over to MTR Network sometime this week and listen to my review of Fantastic Beasts Volume 2, which will be available Friday. Just, just coming Friday. Because I got some things to say about that movie. 
and Warner oh, shit. and Warner Brothers in general, and what the fuck is going on? Cause uh, confusion, confusion, aha, confusion. And people who just we got we got a couple of new people for the Patreon, so thank you for becoming a patron. Going ahead and getting these extra ratchet episodes. I will be doing a hoodable this week. In I need to go get a beer. I'm gonna go get me a nice size, like 22 ounce beer. Sit drinking and read a hoodable. Somebody gave me one of them uh them Quentin Miller books or whatever his name is. Quentin Mills. I don't know what his name is, but I got one of them books. So I guess I I might be reading from that. I might go back to the book I was reading before though, because I kind of enjoyed that story. I kind of want to see where it goes. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was really drunk. Yep. I was really drunk. It's like loving hip hop, but in audible form. <laughs> it's really bad. Hey man, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Loving hip hop gave us Cardi B. Mm, I feel like she jumped on loving hip hop, but she was already Cardian. I mean, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, either way, we got Cardi B now, so it's cool. I don't know about this new show on Netflix with her, T.I., and who is it? Chance the Rapper, where they judging I'm rap artists. Just here for the music. I don't, I don't know about that. Wait, they, they judge what? They're, ju- they're, they're basically doing The, the Voice. Yeah, it's like a music show for just before rap, though. Yeah. Is it called You Got Bars, Dog? It's called Rhythm and Flow. Nope, I hate that title. I hate it the most. It's I think terrible. it's rhythm and flow. I want to say that. It is it rhythm is. and flow, which is a ter- which is a, a very. What is it? What is it? So it's almost hustle and flow. Terrence Howard should be suing them. It's this is a violation. It's just a very hey, basic man. ass title. Hey man, it's mine. Or they got to put him on the show. Is what actually they should do is put him on the show as well. As the Simon Cowell of the group. They could have just called it bars. Bars. Hey man, I don't like that shit, man. Mm, but they didn't. But uh, so yeah, they should have called it bars. Yeah. So you got that. I'm not really. I'm they probably not gonna watch it. And what else do we have? I don't know. Like anybody else, if you're not a patron, you really should become a patron. We've been putting a whole lot of extra stuff up there, a lot of extra episodes. And once I get my flow going with these hoodables, I'm gonna be pumping these shits out because it's just fun getting drunk and reading stupid shit with voices. Oh, I do want to make a recommendation. This is not a music recommendation, but I am super into listening to stand-up comedy. I mean, I'm more into going to see it, but I work all the time. But I asked uh, for some comedy recommendations uh, today on Twitter, and uh, Rod and Randolph Terrence and Andy Klein were the people that I asked because two of them are comedians, and Rod listens to stand-up comedy all the time. But I got a recommendation about um, Aaron Jackson's album. It's called Grudgery. Uh, it came out this year, G-R-U-D-G-E-R-O-I, Grudgery. And I listened to it today, and I laughed the entire fucking time. It was super funny. So if you are into comedy, give that shit a listen, because I really enjoyed it. All right. There it goes, y'all. Where's my 40 Acres podcast? Where's my 40acres.com if you're looking for extra episodes. If you're not a subscriber, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We are available everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher Radio. You can find us in any podcast directory. Just look up where's my40acres.com. Make sure you go check out Crafty Killers if you're into drinking that crafty connoisseurie greatness. If you're just into a good beer, if you love tap houses or tap rooms, then that's the podcast you want to listen to. 
Make sure you follow us on social media. I'm at Phenom Black on Instagram and Twitter. And Deidre is at Craft Beer Killer on Instagram, at Miss Music Love on Instagram, at Miss Music Love on Twitter. Tuan is at Tuan Burgundy on Twitter. And Mike is at Silent X Media on Twitter. You can join our Facebook group if you need that information all in one place to find it. Or you can go to our website and get the same information as well. And if you'd like to reach out to us for eargasm conversations or just random shit you'd like me to play on the show because you said it over the phone, you can call and leave a voicemail at 443-832-3494. Or you can call and send us, you can send me an email. And you know what? If you send an email to podcast at where's my 40 acres.com. I got to read it. So you can send whatever you want to, as long as it's not some super fucking heinous shit, like just vile heinous shit, like something R. Kelly might have said. Don't send that because I'm not going to read it. But anything else, I'll read it. It's fine. It's okay. Go ham. Or it's it's uh, Thanksgiving. Go turkey. And we'll highlight y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>